If you are watching this video right now, chances are pretty good that you have at least some interest in what many people call self-improvement slash personal development. But when does self-improvement become self-indulgent? That's the question I'm gonna to try to answer later on in this video. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work or you'd like to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Today's video may ruffle a few feathers out there. A lot of people probably won't like what I'm gonna say, but as always, I feel like I need to tell you people what I believe you need to hear and not necessarily what you want to hear. I'd also like to mention before I get started that these are my feelings. These are my impressions. This is my perspective. I'm not trying to superimpose this on the world. I'm not trying to tell you that you necessarily have to subscribe to my viewpoint whatsoever. But it's funny, for the past three years now, I've been living on the island of Bali, Indonesia. And if you don't know, Bali is a very spiritual place. It draws a lot of spiritual seekers, shall we say. There's an incredibly rich and complicated and interesting historical spiritual tradition on the island itself that is indigenous to Bali. But aside from the indigenous Hinduism on Bali, which is really unique and special, this island is one that draws a lot of spiritual seekers, shall we say. People interested in self-development, people interested in personal development, it draws a lot of these people from all over the world. It seems like everyone's signing up for a yoga class or some new gurus coming to town and having some kind of workshop. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much never ending. And I don't mean to suggest that I'm above all that because obviously I am. I enjoy going to yoga classes. I've met some incredible spiritual teachers. I certainly can appreciate that part of living in Bali. However, I have noticed that some people who become obsessed with personal development, obsessed with self-help, obsessed with self-improvement, become kind of insufferable. At a certain point, I think self-improvement becomes self-indulgent. And that's kind of the idea I wanna tease out in today's video, to look for those warning signs of when maybe our own self-improvement is crossing the line into self-indulgence. I think the number one sign that self-improvement is turning into self-indulgence is when our self-improvement work is actually increasing our ego insecurity. What do I mean by that? In essence, I think the, the line between genuine self-improvement and self-indulgence is right around the time when you start feeling like you're a better person than other people simply because you have this interest in some kind of self-improvement. When you start looking down on other people who aren't necessarily into self-improvement. I think the mark of true learning, regardless of whatever you're trying to learn, the mark of true learning involves a lessening of ego involves realizing more and more how much you don't know rather than focusing on how much you're learning. There's a certain type of spiritual person, you might say, or people who are into self-help or self-improvement who go around thinking that they're so much more conscious than other people, they're so much better than other people, and there's a real snobbery and a real looking down their nose at other people who aren't necessarily interested in the same things. We are so incredibly fortunate to be living in a time, in an age, when we can have the time, we can have the money, to explore things like self-improvement and you know, going on spiritual retreats or reading books or watching YouTube videos from some crazy Canadian guy or, or whatever. We're in a very, very fortunate moment in human history to have the, the time, the resources available to be pursuing our spiritual interests toward trying to grow as people, towards trying to have better relationships. Because if you look at the majority of human history up until about two minutes ago, human beings have mostly been fixated on simply surviving rather than necessarily thriving. So we're extremely fortunate to be in the position we're in. And we should acknowledge that and realize that A, not everyone else 
has the same privileges that we have that allow them to be pursuing their own spiritual interests or whatever. And number two, we should be damned grateful that we have these privileges. And with that gratitude, I think, comes a certain degree of humility that I don't see in a lot of people who it seems like they're obsessed with self-improvement. This may sound ironic coming from me, <laughs> a guy who's pretty into self-improvement and posts all this stuff on social media and YouTube and all the rest, but I also am slightly suspicious of people when it seems like they're constantly flaunting their spiritual accomplishments or their evolution as human beings and they just have to you know, put these massive rants on social media about all the things that they're learning and how much better they are than everyone else. And I think if someone's truly getting something out of personal development and they're truly learning things they need to learn, many of those people become kind of quiet about it. They don't feel this insecure need to go proclaiming to the world about how evolved and perfect they are. And again, this comes back to the point I mentioned a moment ago where I think the line between self-improvement and self-indulgence is somewhere around when you start thinking you're better than other people because of your interest in self-improvement. There's a phenomenon I like to call performative spirituality, where it seems like there's a lot of people on social media in particular flaunting about how evolved and spiritual they are and how incredible their lives are and how much they're learning and how deep they are. And living in Bali, among other things, has taught me how deeply, deeply messed up and sad and dysfunctional a lot of these people are. There's the front they present on social media, and then there's the cold, hard reality of their lives, which often looks very, very different. Another way you can know if your self-improvement is turning into self-indulgence is when you avoid conflicts or you even avoid interactions with other people, because you somehow convince yourself that they aren't as evolved or as conscious as you are. You see this word being thrown around a lot these days, conscious. I want a conscious man. I want a conscious woman. And while I know the general gist of what they're talking about there, at a certain point, if you start dividing humans or, or interactions into conscious or unconscious, it seems to me that's kind of nasty. That can lead to some real spiritual egotism. And it's kind of a dead end road to go down if you go perceiving the world in this way. Many of my greatest lessons, and indeed many of my greatest teachers, have been people who had no interest in personal development or self-improvement or anything like that. They were simply normal people trying to get by living their lives who often had profound wisdom to share. If you check in with yourself, I would imagine you would say the same thing. Some of the wisest people who come into our lives aren't gurus on YouTube <laughs> or wannabe gurus or Instagram thought leaders or anything like that, simply normal people living their life. And if you go around putting people into categories as you know, conscious, unconscious, and all the rest, I think there's a real risk of missing out a lot of their wisdom from these people who are all around you. Another warning sign I would say is I notice some people who are really into self-improvement who seem to confuse being spiritual with being rather spaced out or even numb. There's a lot of people, I'm not sure in your community, but certainly in mine, going out there and you know they've got the beads and they've got the, sh the flowing hair and they've certainly got the Instagram account and they think they're very spiritual, they think they're very peaceful, but what they are really is very detached and I would even say numb. They think because they are trying so hard not to feel any negative emotion that that somehow makes them some kind of spiritual teacher, that somehow makes them more spiritual than other people who are more involved in the muck of everyday life and everyday emotions. So beware if your spiritual practice leads you to becoming somewhat numb. I think it's better to feel something rather than nothing, regardless of what that something is. And this is a real demarcation, I think, between self-improvement and self-indulgence. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. 
on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.